Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading healthcare providers, proudly presents Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. You may have heard about acupuncture for pain management, but have you also heard about cupping? Together, these two ancient therapies can benefit patients in ways some practitioners have known for years. My guest today is Sherry McClellan Kraus. She's an accomplished acupuncture practitioner at Lourdes Wellness Center. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Let's start with acupuncture. Really, what is it? What is it intended to do? Sure. Um, thanks for having me on the show. Um, acupuncture is part of a system of medicine um, called traditional Chinese medicine. So it's called TCM. And acupuncture is a tool um, that we use to help um, move blood, stimulate blood flow, and, um, and especially here in the hospital, help alleviate pain. So how does it work? People hear the word needle. They're not sure whether it's something that is painful. Tell us about acupuncture. Mm-hmm. So acupuncture doesn't have to be painful at all. That's definitely the number one question that people ask. Um, we have all size needles. There are small needles, medium size, big ones. My kids have had acupuncture and they didn't even know they were getting it. So it can be very gentle. And um, I lived in Japan and I practice a Japanese style, which is pretty gentle. Um, so it doesn't have to be painful. And what it does is it removes blockages. Um, that's the traditional perspective. And so when you have pain, um, or one of your systems aren't working, we think of that as uh, having a, a blockage in energy or blood flow or fluids, and the acupuncture gets in there and stimulates things so that it starts to return to normal functioning. What kinds of conditions is acupuncture used for? Well, I love acupuncture for pain management. Um, I like it for soft tissue injuries, so um, either acute injuries, like you've pulled your back, or um, chronic injuries. So you were a college, you know, basketball player, and now you have a creaky old shoulder that you want fixed. I think acupuncture gives you a little bit more stimulation than maybe a massage, and it's a good, um, it's a good place to go if you're not ready for surgery. You know, we're that gray area in between. And so, tell us about the procedure itself. When people come in, what can they expect? Sure. So a first visit takes a little bit longer. Uh, because we go through a health history form, and that's a lot like the health history you go through when you have a new doctor. So we go through the health history, we can learn about your condition, and um, then after that, we take a tongue, we look at the tongue, we take the pulse, and then we um, check the body out. So we palpate, you know, areas that are painful or tender or swollen, so we can start to come up with a diagnosis. So at that point, we come with the diagnosis, and there's different treatment protocols. So we'll follow protocol. Acupuncture needles are placed, maybe 10 or 20 needles in an area. Uh, they can be all over the body. And it's very relaxing. You know, our rooms kind of look like you're going to the spa. So people relax and they take a nap on the table. And we retain the needles for somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes. And then afterwards, um, included in an acupuncture visit could be something like massage or cupping or um, other kinds of manual techniques that lend themselves to what the acupuncturist is doing. What does the science say about the safety and side effects of acupuncture? The, the safety is very good. You know, our malpractice is low because there are very few things that can happen. Um, the worst thing that can happen is nothing, you know. So um, this, there are very few side effects. You know, some people could get a bruise. That happens. Um, 
Some people could be achy after the visit, um, and that might last a day or so. But typically, people have good side effects. So they may be coming in for knee pain, but they notice that they are more relaxed overall, they're sleeping better, their energy might be a little bit better because we're addressing the whole body and not just the, the main complaint. Now, you mentioned cupping, and we're planning on talking about that. What is cupping? People hear about acupuncture for years, but not so much cupping. Tell us what it is. Sure. Um, cupping is one of the tools in our toolkit. You know, acupuncturists use cupping and have always used cupping uh, for thousands of years. And so what it does, much like acupuncture, is it, it stimulates the circulation of blood. So um, cupping are these kind of glass or silicone cups, and what it does is creates a vacuum-like seal because of the lack of oxygen, and it, it sucks up some of the tissue into that cup, and that's what stimulates the circulation of blood. It can break up adhesions, and it, it kind of creates a pathway so that toxins or metabolic waste can be drawn up through um, through the skin and through the muscle and out of the body because it returns to the blood and lymph system. So then it can kind of clean that out for us. What kind of cup do you use? Um, I typically use silicone cups uh, because they wash easy, um, and I use a manual uh, pump. So there's there are different kinds of cups. Sometimes people will use cups, um, and they use fire to create that vacuum. I use a manual um, pump to create the vacuum just because I don't like to introduce the fire into the, the treatment room. Um, and so I use these silicone cups. They're a couple inches. They can be really small, and they get up to a couple inches big. And, um, and yep, they're easy to clean, and they're uh, very effective. Does cupping hurt? Does it leave bruises? Because we've even seen, this is very timely, because even during the Olympics, we saw some aspects of cupping on the Olympics. Sure. Um, so cupping can bruise, but it doesn't have to. So there's two kinds of cupping. One is called sliding cups, where you, um, you use the cups to create that vacuum that we talked about, and you slide them. So it feels like a massage, so it's sometimes also called massage cupping, and it's really comfortable. You get all the benefits of um, increasing that blood flow. You can break up scar tissue that way, and you can cross friction tissue that way. So it has some of the benefits of cupping and some of the benefits of massage. The other kind of cupping is called stationary cupping, and that's where you get a really strong vacuum-like suck, and um, you get those darker marks or you can get those darker marks if there's been an injury. And so um, that's a conversation you have with the acupuncturist. I tend to do the sliding cups because I'm, uh, I don't want to leave those kinds of marks on people. It's gentler, and I think it's effective, but there's definitely a place for those, those stronger cups. And what have you seen from the results of both acupuncture and cupping? Oh, well, um, I feel like people um, have more mobility for sure. Um, acupuncture and cupping are really great at loosening up tight muscles. And so people, right after a session, um, when you add in the cup, can, you know, turn a stiff neck or move in ways that they weren't able to do when they walked in the door. So that's, that's something that happens um, with both of those things. But I see increased mobility, decreased pain, um, a general sense of wellness. You know, people feel relaxed and it engages that 
parasympathetic nervous system, so that rest and relaxation response in the body that we need for healing and recovering. So, um, so yeah, so we use it for all kinds of conditions, pain, and internal conditions as well. So things like IBS or um, high blood pressure. How often do you advise people come in for acupuncture and cupping? So that really depends on the condition. So if somebody has a new injury, you know, they just, um, they did a little too much yard work over the weekend and their back is stiff and uncomfortable, um, that might be just a visit. That might be one visit. Then you have patients that were high school athletes and then college athletes and then, you know, continue to, to train at a high level and they have a lot more pain, maybe some structural issues like herniated discs or torn rotator cuffs. So those people also can get benefit from acupuncture and cupping, but it'll take more visits. So those people may come in weekly um, or every other week for a longer period of time, a few months maybe. So wrap it up for us. What would you like people to know about these ancient therapies of acupuncture and cupping? What do you tell people every single day, Sherry, when they ask you about this? Mm -hmm. So what I want people to know is that... um, You know, I love Western medicine, and I'm so happy for it. But there's something in these old traditions um, that is very useful, and it covers a lot of gray area. So, you know, there are times for surgery and there's times for injections, but sometimes um, your pain either doesn't respond to those things or your pain um, or any condition um, you just need you need another option. And so, what these do is they give you alternatives some healthy alternatives with few side effects that are comfortable and, um, and can be very beneficial. And tell us about your team at Lourdes Wellness Center. Oh, uh, Lourdes is great. <laughs> I've been here for about 10 years. Um, there is a, a, a culture of caring that I don't see in other hospitals, and I've worked at other hospitals. And, um, you know, just today I had a patient that told me about a cardiologist who came and was working on her grandfather, and he was very ill. Took him for a walk out in the garden so he could get some fresh air. And I think those are the kinds of things you see at Lourdes that you don't see at other places, and it it lifts us up. You know, it makes us all want to be better practitioners. How lovely. Thank you so much for being with us today, Sherry. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.